like that. Hey everybody, welcome to the Above Bar Golf Show. My guest today is Jasmine Crossfield. She is a fitness lover, but also an aspiring uh, golfer to play uh, competitions. Jasmine, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. All good. Um, I always do this with my guests. I want to get to know them a little bit in terms of their golf background. So just give me a little bit of detail into how you started golf, why you started golf, etc. Yeah, sure. Um, I actually haven't been playing that long, probably trying to get into it, having lessons and things for the last year. Um, but before that, I used to compete um, show jumping with the horses. So I've always been active, always been sporty and outdoorsy. So when that stopped, I kind of I kind of had to choose work life um, took over. So I went down that route. And when that stopped, I just wanted another outdoor sport that I could compete in and try and become as professional as possible in. So um, all of my guy friends, all of them play every weekend. So that kind of inspired me to take that up. It was something out of the normal as well, because you don't hear of many female golfers or I certainly don't in my area for sure. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, kind of come, come from that really. So you're obviously quite a competitive person then. Um, and like the fitness side of it, is that just something that you've always been really into then? Or did you kind of start that at the same time as golf? Yeah, no, fitness side, I've always been into um, because of the horse riding as well, you, you have to be physically and yeah, you, you just have to be physically fit. Um, so yeah, I've always done that. Again, it kind of, it kind of become more serious when I stopped the horses, um, to keep me, to keep me active, to keep me occupied. And then the golf was something I took up after that. So it kind of runs alongside each other and it definitely helps. So are you like a, a PT then for your work or is this all just kind of your hobby in terms of the working out the golf etc yeah exactly it's just a hobby um i i've thought about the pt route but it's just i i have too many things going on and i just don't it, it wouldn't fit in my life so it's just as much as i would probably love to do it and enjoy it um i it's not it's not something i'm gonna a route i'm gonna go down just, yeah, yeah it's just something i was gonna ask because you know people like yourself that are you know really keen into into the fitness you're probably in the gym most days aren't you so how do you kind of balance that with the golf practice how much time are you spending kind of in the gym and then how much time are you spending practicing golf do you know it's really hard because with the fitness side i i don't really do i work a lot of weights so i don't do much cardio um and with the weight side you're aching like the next day the next yeah, couple yeah. of days so i i have to work it around and when i'm playing golf and when i'm having lessons and things like that because if i go and do an upper body session there is absolutely no chance i am playing yeah. golf the next couple of days so or if i do it's not going to go well because you're absolutely you're just aching like mad so yeah, yeah it's, it's you have to work it work it you have to plan it right and work it around each other but yeah, I mean, I probably go, I'd say four or five times a week um, to the gym and then the gym. just fit golfing. I'm a bit of a fair weather golfer, so at the moment it's been raining a lot, so it's not, it's been a lot easier, but yeah, I kind of work it around that. How many times do you roughly play golf, do you reckon? A week, though? Um, I try and, I try and get out on course once a week and then obviously go to the driving range and practice. If I'm not, going to the course I'll definitely go to the driving range as much as possible so yeah a few times a week it's it really depends on work as well because sometimes I, I just 
don't have the time. That's that's the sure. problem. Work full time job gets in the way a lot. Uh, have to get yourself a job at the driving range or something, and then you could practice <laughs> as much as you want. But exactly. yeah, it is it is difficult. And and how's your game come along? Then you said you've been playing. Did you say about a year or a little bit more than a year? Yeah, probably just over a year. I took it up more seriously. So I mean, I'd always go and go to the range with friends just to just for something to do. But it was never kind of this is what I want to do and then when I started I had a few lessons and really enjoyed it and I don't like I don't like not being good at something mm-hmm. so that's what kept me going back and I was just like I have to and then I was like I'd love to go out with the guys and just and beat them all that's like <laughs> yeah. that is the game because I am really competitive so I was like do you know what I'm actually I, I enjoy it it's something to do it's it's yeah, it's expensive, but what isn't these days? So it stops me going out every weekend and yeah. gives me something to focus on. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been a journey, but I love it. And yeah, I want to be, there's so much I'm working on, but I definitely want to be as good as I can be. What sort of handicap are you at the moment? Are you keeping track of that or are you just trying to enjoy it at this point? Yeah, not too much. I don't have an official handicap at the moment. Some days I'll go out and I'll play amazing. And I think... The last one of the last times I went out, I was 103 or something like that. So it's not too bad. But then other days I'll go out and it will be terrible and I won't be able to hit the ball. So it's still a bit inconsistent at the moment. So that's what I'm working on and, and trying to get. I mean, I'd love to be sub 20 um, mm-hmm. as soon as I can. So, yeah, that's that's. The yeah, end. I mean, for me personally, like it affects my game when I start to concentrate on my score. I find just if I just go out there and don't even bother. With a scorecard, you know, I tend to play better golf. I played the other day, uh, not far from me here, and after nine holes, I was ripping up the scorecard, and the back nine was just so much better than the front nine because I'm just putting pressure on myself to try and break a hundred and then try and break something else, you know. And I just find that when I'm enjoying it, I play so much better. Exactly, and I suffer with nerves. Like I, because I put so much pressure on myself, it then makes me more nervous, and then I don't, I, I just don't perform as well. And it's like if I play with new people or find somebody that I don't know so well that also makes me a lot more nervous so then again it's 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 really difficult even though I I should be used to the nerves and and competing and being around other people it's just something I've always suffered with so that's again something that I'm really trying to work on and play with as many new people as possible and just not worry too much about the scoring and just trying to enjoy that and get used to that side of it as well. It's probably just because it's a different sport as well. I mean, even if you look at the professional game, you get somebody that's maybe, you know, an NFL or professional football player, and then they go and play golf in front of quite a lot of people. And they say that they get way more nervous than they did in their natural sport, whether it was the football or whatever. And it's because it's just something brand new to them and they're not like naturally talented in it. So that's probably part of it as well. Yeah, exactly. When you know you can go out there and you can perform and you'll always perform the same way, then I guess that's when the pressure comes off a a little bit. But at the moment where I'm still learning and I still do have those bad shots and I still do mess up every now and then, it's kind of like you've got that in your mind and that's what you're thinking of, whereas you should just be thinking of enjoying it and and like having fun with with the new, new people you're playing with. So... Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just kind of similar to you. Like, I, I'm not having fun unless I'm doing well at it or beating somebody. It's like, well, what's the point of just having fun if I'm not really good at it? So it's really hard to find that balance of 
having fun yeah. but not, also not like I need to win this or I need to do something yeah yeah exactly when I when I was competing with the horses my dad and I used to compete at professional level so quite a, a, a high standard and mm -hmm. we used to go to these competitions and if I came out and wasn't in the top not that my dad's this is going to make him sound terrible but he, <laughs> if I wasn't like top five or top three or even winning or if I came second he'd be like well you didn't win though did you and it's like <laughs> yeah I've always got that in my mind like I really I just really want to do well whatever I kind of try and do so it's just it's just in the blood <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a good attitude to have you just got to find a balance with it haven't you yeah exactly yeah so, so in terms of your the fitness side of things then what sort of things are you doing to to get better at golf have you like kind of changed your routines that you were doing maybe before golf now specifically for golf to get better at it or are you doing sort of the same things you were before yeah not so much I mean to be honest you 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 need to be strong everywhere um I am trying to work on upper body stuff a little bit more because that's just something I just it was never a priority of mine and I didn't love it as much like I yeah I, I don't enjoy those workouts as much as the lower body workouts but it's obviously it, it's from your golf you need you need to be strong everywhere but your core is a very very important part and obviously strength in your upper body helps even though you don't want it to take over mm -hmm. um so yeah working on that a little bit more than i would do normally and certainly the core stuff um yeah definitely focusing on that as much as i can as well as like stretching and flexibility stuff well i was going to ask you you know if, if you know that you're for example going to play a round of golf tomorrow what's your kind of pre-round routine if you like would you do a bit of exercise before just because that's what you do or would you only stretch what do you like to do before you practice or, or play if I'm playing a game I won't work out that day um because also 18 holes is tiring like especially if you're carrying bags as well um depending on courses and I was gonna say like are, are you a golf cart person or are you always walking around no, I, I, gen I, I generally walk. I do like walking and that's why I wouldn't that's why I wouldn't do a workout that day because I like to walk. But um, if it's again, it depends if it's a serious game, if it's just you're having a bit of fun, if I'm trying to work on a lot of things specifically, then maybe take a buggy, but mostly walking. Um, but I definitely wouldn't do a workout that day if I was playing. Yeah. Um, and just yeah maybe do some like a few stretches or a bit of bit of mobility beforehand um but nothing nothing much yeah because I, I follow somebody on instagram as well i don't know if you if you follow him it's called joe he's called joe macro golf um yeah. so i'm going to do a podcast with him soon and he talks a lot about the importance of stretching before i mean i've had some issues with with like my back muscles with contractions and stuff and the difference i found by doing say 45 minutes of yoga before a round of golf was was incredible in terms of not only how i felt after the round but then the next day i just had absolutely no pain at all um yeah. so yeah i wasn't sure whether you went through like a, a specific routine before of, of say stretching for half an hour and, and if so what sort of type or types of stretches are you doing to to get ready for that that round of golf yeah sure i mean i don't have a specific routine and it's something that i'm going to focus on a lot more um because I do need to, I, I, I am guilty for not stretching as much as I should do. Even when I do workouts and things, I don't have enough time. It's always, I'm always working against the clock. So like today, yeah. for example, I, sh I should be playing after work, but I don't have time to do half an hour stretching before I go because I'm literally dropping work and going straight to the course. So mm -hmm. it's something I'm definitely going to 
prioritize and work on more even if it's 10-15 minutes it will make a difference so if I can get like a little routine together that is only 10 minutes that I can and will make sure I do every time that's definitely something I'm gonna put together and and try and stick to yeah and do, do you watch much golf yourself are you the kind of person that's going to watch it the weekend see what the professionals are doing and analyzing that kind of stuff are you you, you really into yeah. it in terms of yeah that? definitely I, I actually watch more male golf than female golf okay um I I just I, I enjoy it and I find I learn a lot from watching people um it's the same as, as with the horses if you watch a professional you're going to pick up things that they do or notice things that they do that you maybe don't do or didn't realize or just small things and I just think yeah you you can't you can't learn any better than from a professional that's been there done it for years and has had that experience and knows what they're doing so yeah I love I love watching it my friends come around and they're like oh god not again <laughs> yeah it's one of those it's not like a game of football though is it it's four days Thursday to Sunday and you want to yeah. like catch it catch it all it's a lot all day every day yeah for someone that's not so much into it or doesn't really know much about it I can see where it's probably not that interesting but yeah, yeah no I I especially when it's raining like it's great <laughs> sure and um you said you were doing lessons yourself at the moment how long have you been doing lessons for now um well, uh, Giles, who I've been having lessons with, he actually approached me during lockdown. So I started the online lessons with him through lockdown um, and just got on really well. I find it, I kind of know, like I've had a few lessons with other people, but I know straight away whether I'm going to get on with them or not. So it's kind of, I'll have one and that'll, that'll be all I need to know whether I want to go back or not. So when, um, yeah, when the online lessons started, I just really really got on well with him and he actually works down the road from me so it's at a local um, driving range which is ideal so picked up some one-to-one -one lessons and they've just been going really well and they just he's very he explains things that I understand it's simple it's to the point and it's just that's what I like I don't I don't like someone that goes into things so much that you just get confused yeah um, and yeah everything I do or every drill he gives me I can see the benefit from it and I can see where it's helping me so yeah I've had probably half a dozen half a dozen lessons now and it's yeah really going really well so definitely going to carry on with that yeah I think it's something that the experts talk about a lot in terms of just keeping it simple um at the end of the day you're just trying to hit a ball aren't you and sometimes it's just over complicated I mean I feel the same exactly. way though so I can relate because my first ever teacher was the same way just explained everything simple and after one lesson, I was just like, that's it. You know, I don't need to, to even try and do another lesson with anybody else. And I yeah. traveled abroad a little bit um, in Europe and Mexico. And I tried to keep up the lessons there with new people. And it was just not the same. So like, the one I've got now, he, you know, just analyzes the swing really simply. And he knows exactly like what drill or what thing to work on. Whereas I find that some teachers whereby they have like a set of drills, say for people that slice the ball and they'll just run you through every drill to see which one works. And then when it, when they fix your slice, it's like, oh, there you go, I fix your slice kind of thing. Yeah. Instead of looking at your game and I've seen yeah. you on, on, on Instagram, you're uh, getting them to like analyze the swing and break it all down, aren't you, in videos? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that is, that is most important because everybody's different. Every person is 
is a different shape, a different size, a different height. And it just that not you can't use the same drill for everyone because it's not going to work for them. So and yeah, having the the breakdowns, you can see exactly. I ask for all the videos after. So whenever I have a lesson, whether I post them or not, I still have every video, the before, the during, the after. So I can see exactly what I'm doing, where it's going wrong and where to improve it. And I think to to go back and then just it's just like a check-in point every time because six weeks down the line you're probably going to be working on something else so you you're going to have forgotten what you've done or previous uh, like instructions or helps uh, or tips or whatever so mm-hmm. yeah to, to be able to go back and check all of that out is I think is so important and just just run through the drills like that you did six weeks ago and just go over them all so that it's all kind of you you keep it all there yeah, it's a good point. And it's something that I do as well. I think, like you said, just to check in, it's it's more you, you need to be able to learn to analyze your own swing rather than always relying on a teacher. You know, if you're if you're looking at all those different videos over the last six weeks um, or, or whatever it is, six months, you're going to look at it and go, right, I can see that my hands are not in that position where he told me to do it or I'm doing this on the backswing. And then you can start to actually fix it yourself, because I mean, that's the hardest thing that I struggle with in golf is if I go onto the course and I've hit a couple of bad shots, you can't go back and look at that analysis can you until after the round you need to try and feel or or work out what it is you you do enjoy in the round um so with your lessons then what sort of things are you working on or have been working on like what parts of your game have you found that you struggle with or the swing um yeah what you try to work on at the moment so i have quite a steep swing and i've really been trying hard to to shallow it a bit but i think it's just it I find it really hard and yet I have I think I have done it a little bit but it's never going to be as shallow as I want it to be and I think that's just that's just me like I can't change something that's not not going to change so now we're kind of working on other things to help with that situation knowing that that's not going to that I'm not going to have the shallow swing that I want um so rotation and also my release so Again, there's quite a few things that I'm working on, but um, my last lesson was actually weight transfer as well. Mm-hmm. So they're they're probably the three things: my my um, my rotation, my release, and my weight are, are what I'm focusing on at the moment. So yeah, and what so, were you having any kind of common issues in your swing when you first started? Were you maybe somebody that was slicing it or hooking it, or how did you get on yeah, at the start? It was more, to be honest, it was more that I would always top top them mm-hmm. um because of the steep swing so yeah. coming down uh, exactly so yeah that's and if even now like if I have a bad shot I probably am going to top the ball um mm-hmm. and I think that's just now I know that I can work on on things to to get around that because yeah. that is the pattern um with my driver I think setup as well is is quite a huge thing for me on the range, it's not so bad because obviously you're in one place. But on the course, my setup and my aim, I would say, is is something else that I need to work on. So I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna ask for an on course lesson and just take my time and and like you say, it's hard when you go out on your own. I don't have a tripod. I should probably take a tripod with me so I can film yeah. myself. Because like you say, I go out and I'll hit one shot really really well, and the next shot won't be, and I'll just. I'm I'm just not sure I can't pick or figure out exactly where I'm going wrong so mm-hmm. yeah I think an on-course lesson is probably my next step to 
run through all of those things and just yeah see see what's happening yeah so when you're at the range then are you type of person that is you know recording your swing and maybe just hitting 10 15 shots and looking at every single one or are you tending to just go and hit 50 balls in in the space of like an hour no i'll try and have a focus um i yeah i will never go there without knowing or thinking i'm going to be working on something um i've also actually I know Giles has done some work with them, but I've also actually just uh, signed up to Me and My Golf online. Mm -hmm. So they have breakdowns of absolutely everything and also give you drills to work on. So I'm definitely going to be using that. And I think I'll find that really helpful because I like having structure. I like doing things in stages and then reviewing and checking in and, and making sure I'm doing things right. So yeah, go down, hit 10 balls a certain way, have a look at what the pattern is, see where I'm going wrong maybe or see where I'm going right and then just kind of repeat it and try and work on things that way yeah I think that they're really good at what they do I watch a lot of their YouTube content and I think they've got it now where they're breaking it down into different programs aren't they like break 100 break 90 and they're doing all the all other stuff as well I think their content is really useful I watched a lot of theirs when I was learning to, to try and get better contact on my irons and they just broke it down into like simple stages I think it was two or three stages and what you need to be doing and, and how to do it. I think it's really good content. Yeah, exactly, definitely. And yeah, to have a purpose, I think is really important. If you if if you go down to the range and just hit 50 balls, you're not learning, you're not trying to improve anything and you don't know what's happening. You just keep, and it's relentless and you just keep going and going. So yeah, I think that will be huge, a huge benefit. And also I struggle finding drills. So the fact that they give you drills they might not work for you, they might not be what you need, but you can try them and see and figure out kind of whether that is something you can use for the future or, or not. But yeah, drills, I think, is my is where I struggle. And I think having that will definitely benefit me. Yeah. And what type of player are you on the course? And when you do play around, are you kind of like a cool head? Are you, do you get a little bit annoyed with yourself if you don't do well? What are you like on the course? I'd like to say I'm quite chilled, but it, it gets me inside if I don't do well. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll be, I, I'm I'm not a quick, I wouldn't say I'm a slow player, but I'm not a quick player. Like I'm not, I don't rush around. I'm not trying to get everywhere as quickly as possible. So I like to think about each shot, but mm. at the same time, um, yeah, just, just try and enjoy it. And if I do have a bad shot, it'll probably take me a shot or two to get over it. But uh, yeah. It, that's, yeah, that's how it goes. What parts of your game are you are you good at the moment that you find that when you're on the on the course? Are you you know with your chipping, your short game, your driving? What's what feels good for you at the moment? I think my putting has definitely improved because during lockdown we got a mat, we got the the mirror, and I think I spent so much time working on that that that's probably where I'm I'm most improved at the moment. My chipping. Is a bit hit and miss. I, when it's good, it's really good, um, and that yeah, it's definitely a lot better than what it used to be. So my short game, I'm I'm not I'm quite happy with. Um, my drives, I'm working on. I think that will be my favourite part of my game when I get them when I get it right. Yeah. When I get it right, I think yeah, that will definitely be where I'm. I I do well at. Um, so it's just again, it's it's. It's a, I'm working on everything and I don't think you can ever not because there's always something somewhere you, you'll want to improve or at least you should do if you want to do well. So 
Yeah. Yeah. And I saw you as well. I think a couple of times on your Instagram, you've said like, who's playing around tonight or who's practicing or whatever tonight. I think you, you kind of meet up with different, or is it random people or is it just people you know from the club and you go out and practice with them anytime? I've met quite a few new people, like just random people off Instagram that are in the area. And it's so nice. Like everyone is so lovely, which I'm really, really shocked about, to be honest, because in most, I know it's a completely different world, but in, say, for example, the fashion industry on Instagram, I find it really competitive. Whereas golf, everyone's so supportive and everyone wants to see you do well. And it's just really nice to to be around. Like if you go... um yeah, if you meet someone that you've met off Instagram, they will want to help you. They will want to see you do well in your game and they'll invite you out to, to new places with them. So it's it's really nice. Yeah, it's re- I think it's such a, a, a good community to be in. Yeah, I, I've talked about that a lot in some of the previous episodes as well because, I mean, I started podcasting fairly recently and, and I started with Instagram and I was just reaching out to people, whoever was in the golf industry that I thought, you know, I like the look of their channel and their content and they'd be really interesting guests and people to talk to. And I was thinking, you know, it will take me ages to try and build up a really good guest list. So I should just yeah. try and contact, you know, as many people as I can right now that I find interesting, just in case, mm. you know, at least half of them say no. And pretty much yeah. I think like 95% of them said yes. And then all yeah. of a sudden I ended up with like recording podcasts one every day because everybody was like, yeah, of course I will. I'll come on and yeah. help you out. And, um, you know, I, I got that vibe as well. And it's something that we talk about um, in general with the golf industry. Everybody just seems, as you said, so nice to help you out rather than feel like they're competing against you, which you might get in, in some other industries. Yeah, exactly. The only thing that stops me is thinking, like, I get invited out all the time to, to play with new people. But sometimes I'm, I just... I don't want to play bad with them. I don't want to. I don't want to hold them up. I don't want to like let them down in any way. So that's probably the only thing that would stop me from go- going out and meeting new people or playing with new people. Um, but besides that, but everyone, yeah, everyone does. It's not that they mind or they say they're going to mind, but f- from my point of view, like I wouldn't want to kind of put that on them. But yeah. yeah, apart from that, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't say a bad word about anyone that I've met from from the Instagram or from, from the golf world. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. You know, I just try to be honest and open, open with them and just tell them kind of where my game's at, at the moment. Standard, yeah. And I tend to find I get the same answers. I, I contacted uh, a guy who's who's a professional golfer and he recently played in the Open qualifying. And, and you know, I was at the time of playing off probably like 30. I wasn't playing good golf at all. And just, you know, contacted him and he was like, yeah, we'll have a round whenever. And he had absolutely no issue with, you know, the fact that I was going to be slowing him down. So, yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, definitely. It's just putting yourself out there. And that's, you ha- have to be brave enough to do it because it it's only going to benefit you in the long run. So, yeah. So yeah. tell us a little bit about your channels, Ed. So on Instagram and TikTok, they can find you at, at uh, golf underscore fitness underscore girl. So what's your kind of plans with your channels at the moment? Is it just to kind of publish your journey in golf or are you maybe going to try and do some more maybe like uh, content around the fitness side of golf what's your plans with the channels at the moment and for the future yeah definitely I mean TikTok's not something I've uh, been focusing on at all but I think um, for videos and reels and things it's definitely a good platform so whatever I post on on Instagram video wise will will definitely be on my TikTok um Instagram I'm definitely going to try and get some more fitness related content I'm actually in conversation with a few people um, a few uh, personal trainers and people that are very well known in the industry to try and 
link up with them and, and get some content for that um just to make it a bit more interesting keep it mm -hmm. keep it different um and again meet new people people that are interested in the same thing as me and, and want to do the same thing so that's uh, on my agenda and then just play as much golf as possible it's hard because I don't want to bore people with the same content over and over again mm -hmm. so to find the right kind of balance in what you post and what people or your followers are going to be interested in is is something I think about and I think is quite important so I don't want to just keep posting a picture of the same of of me in a playing golf kind of thing so sure. yeah I don't I'm don't make sure I, I don't post every day religiously kind of thing just if I feel like it's interesting or different or you're going to like it then yeah that's that's when I post yeah it's just trying yeah. to find the right niche isn't it because I'm kind of the same situation where I want to cover everything to do with golf but there's different sub niches that I could cover I've got obviously the podcast that we're doing now but then there's also stuff like just posting golf news there's maybe like course reviews equipment reviews and it's just trying to find what my audience or the audience likes best i guess um and, and just follow that or just follow the one that you like to do the most like for me it's the podcast so i don't know whether it's going to be the most successful in my audience but i think if you as long as you stick with it you can make it successful yeah definitely and keeping it different keeping it interesting and yeah just doing everyone's different so from your point of view podcasts are great because you're mm -hmm. never going to have the same conversation with with two people so mm -hmm. yeah i think yeah it's definitely and podcasts are definitely taken off a lot more than what they used to be so yeah it's just nice it's just nice to speak to people like yourself randomly and it doesn't have to be you know I said to you at the start like a scripted chat you know you just have a general yeah. chat get to know somebody and I like to know their background in golf I'm not just interviewing players it's it's caddies it's photographers and all sorts and just get to know their story because everybody's got one so yeah it's pretty cool to do yeah no it's good and um, just quickly going on before we finish, then, um, as I said at the start, you're kind of aspiring to to get yourself into more competitions. So what's your sort of plans with that? Are you planning on maybe getting into some local ones first? How, how far do you want to go with these competitions? I guess that depends how good I am. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's not, it's not, I don't have a timescale on it. I just, when I feel like I'm confident enough and I know that I can go out and play almost to the best of my ability then I'll definitely start entering some local competitions and just see how it goes um yeah I think it's just as soon as my game feels like or I feel like my game is is good enough then I'll be entering some probably just local first but yeah I'd love to love to to become I'd love to do something that people know of kind of thing it's, so, it's just be more competitive I think you're looking for aren't you yeah to, to have a purpose for your game I, I i do it because i love it but also for a reason because i want to do well in it so it's not yeah. just a hobby yeah. for me well i think with golf it's that's why everybody loves it so much it's trying to get that handicap as low as you can as well so break 100 it feels like such a great yeah. achievement but then it's like all right we'll get down to 90 now and get to that and i think that's the beauty of yeah. golf and it's probably the same with the tournaments i feel the same way it's I do love just walking around and playing golf in general, but it would be nice to feel like I'm trying to beat somebody or, or be competitive. Yeah, and I think the nice thing is that you're you're doing it for yourself. As as much as you you're doing it in a, you're playing in a competition and against other people, you're still improving for yourself and your own reasons, and that's because you want to do it for yourself. So, I think that's the nice nice part about it is you're not it's not because it's against anybody else. You're always you're always trying to make yourself better 
Yeah. And you mentioned a little bit earlier about you were a bit surprised about how many like female golfers there are playing in the local area. So are there many tournaments um, available for you to play in? Have you checked that kind of stuff out yet or have you not really looked into it? No, I haven't really looked into it. I know the the course that um, I'm a member at, they send out emails all the time and, and offer their events and competitions and things like that. So I keep a check on those. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be looking into it later on, probably in the year. Right, well, I wish you all the best when you do enter those competitions. Let me know and I'll, I'll come down and watch the tournament. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's been really good to talk to you. Yeah, you too. It's great to meet you. Thank you, everybody, for watching. See you next time.